You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The 2017 schedule is out, which is appropriate for some of our podcasts, quite frankly, with some of our wonderful West teams like the Colorado Rockies, who are definitely looking ahead toward 2017. So uh, let's talk about that with Thomas Harding. I'm Allison Footer. Uh, Thomas, how about that clever way of, of announcing that the uh, 2017 schedules have been released by Major League Baseball, um, which really gives uh, a lot of fans that do not have teams contending for anything this year uh, something to look ahead to, including the Rockies. Um, so let's talk about next year. I just want to get right to it. Who should we keep okay. our eye on? I still think this is a good season for the Rockies, even though they've not played well lately. But who? Wh- what should we be excited about for next year? Okay, well, first of all, you look at what has happened this year where they've developed a pretty good young starting rotation. Um, Chad Bettis is a leader, and it's funny because around here we treat him like he's a longtime veteran, but he's really finishing, what, his second full year in the major leagues. But that's that's where this team is. I mean, John Gray coming up, I think that he has had one heck of a season and can only get better when he learns to adjust. You're seeing Jeff Hoffman at the end of this year. And, hey, Tyler Chatwood is a good pitcher, so they've got the makings of a very good rotation, I think. I mean, could it be the best rotation they've ever had? I guess uh, a few years ago when they had Ubaldo Jimenez and, um, and, and Aaron Cook and those guys, that was the best rotation they've ever had. But what I'm really excited about are some of the young position players. David Dahl came up, gave this team an immediate lift, and he really looks like a cornerstone piece. And also since uh, September 1st, they've given a lot of time to Ramel Tapia, a left-handed hitting kid from the Dominican Republic. Um, he's about 6'2", 6'3", and maybe 185 pounds. I mean, just a tall, thin kid, but there's a lot of juice in that bat. You saw him in spring training hitting balls to the gap. He's hit well for this team already. Um, and he's really fun to watch. He has a unique two-strike approach. He's almost... He's almost squatted lower than the catcher when there are two strikes. It's really interesting, but it's still the same swing, and the ball comes off his bat very well. So, yeah, there is a lot to be excited about. Of course, Trevor Story coming back next year after missing so much of this year with injury. So as as rough as it is right now because the bullpen is really performing poorly, um, there's a lot to like about this team, I think. Yeah, and, and the one thing that – they can't ignore is the bullpen. Um, I mean, you can't like you can have all of these great young pitchers, and you can have these stud hitters that are going to make a great lineup. We know they're going to hit in Denver, obviously. Um, you can't mess up. You can't wreck a season with a bad bullpen. How do you build a good bullpen um, with the Rockies? Yeah, it, it's interesting because bullpens are the most volatile part of your team. You can change a whole lot of guys in an offseason and either do well or do poorly. And sometimes, and this may be part of the case here, if a person has a bad year, what if he comes back next year and has a good year? Just like um, Boone Logan was injured the first two years of his three-year contract. But this year he's really performed well for them. Now, they haven't had enough guys like Boone Logan, and that's been a problem. Um, 
one of the guys you're looking at is Jason Mott. They signed him for two years and $10 million, and he's been on the DL twice with rotator cuff issues and, frankly, um, wasn't much of an impact when he was pitching because he was either coming back from injury or slipping back into injury. But what happens if he finally gets this stuff behind him? I mean, could he be the guy that saved 42 games in St. Louis? Uh, they, they picked up in a trade Jake McGee from Tampa Bay, one of the best left-handers in the American League, had to use him as a closer partly because of injuries, and it, not, it has not been a good year at all for him. I can't imagine them being able to unload those guys because of the year they had, but they're going to have to expect bounce backs from them, and also they need growth out of their young pitching, whether it's Carlos Estevez with his 100-mile-an-hour fastball or um, or a guy like, like um, Miguel Castro who got hurt earlier this year or even – uh, Jairo Diaz, who I think would have been the closer this year, but he had Tommy John. Um, he had a Tommy John injury that happened during spring training. Had to have Tommy John surgery in March. There's a lot that could change, even without changing a bunch of guys here. I do think they do need to go out though and get another arm or two because you never have enough depth. And it seems like when this team has injuries in the bullpen, it all implodes. Yeah, so if you're, let's say it's the last game of the season and somebody were to ask Walt Weiss, what, have, what, what questions were most answered um, going into the season? Like looking ahead to trying to build something that's going to contend either next year or the year after that, uh, where were the most questions answered this year? Do you, I guess that would that be in the rotation? Um, that would be in the rotation, but I think it's more of an overall thing. Uh, this team is always going to be relatively young. When he took over this team, they had had the worst season in franchise history, and they didn't really sign any free agents for a couple of years there. So you were building young. And if you look at that rotation, if you look at what Tyler Chatwood has done, and you look at Chad Bettis um, coming into it, it looks like they've done a pretty good job of developing pitching and introducing them at the major league level. Um, what about uh, Trevor Story at shortstop? Um, you look at uh, Nolan Arenado at third base. He was still young when, when Walt Weiss took over. They've done a good job of taking those rookies from prospects to usable major league players, and I think that's a bit underrated because a lot of managers – can manage a team if you if you trade your rookies for veterans and you have ready-made players how do you get those guys integrated into the major leagues and turn them from prospects into solid everyday players and it looks like that has happened under Walt Weiss yeah I'm looking at the rundown of payroll obligations for the Rockies for next year and beyond and just um you know, when guys become free agents, it's really pretty to see that Nolan Arenado isn't a free agent until 2020. Um, and there's obviously yes. a lot of other young guys, so that's that's nice. Of course, I've got this $22 million that has to go to Jose Reyes, which is unfortunate. But um, So they have about $66 million tied up before arbitration eligibles start getting their share. Um, so they could do a few things, right? They might be able to lure some people there if, if need be. I think if need be, they could lure some people here. Um, they do have a question at first base, and they aren't very 
they aren't they don't have a lot from the right side. Wouldn't it be great to have a right handed hitting power first baseman? Now they do have Mark Reynolds under contract this season. He is getting older though and the home run production has dropped, although the batting average picked up. They'll have to make a decision on him. But there's some money that they could spend, especially at that position. There's money they can spend in the bullpen. And also I think they have a question to ask about um about Gerardo Parra. They brought him here on a three year twenty seven point five million dollar contract he's been hurt on and off and really everything they brought him in for whether it's whether it's um top of the line defense or the good at bat it hasn't happened this year um no no one's really sure why because he's brought the energy they expected he's that type of player but he just hasn't done what they expected him to do can they move him or will they have to move one of the young outfielders in order to fill another hole? Um, other questions are, do they need a veteran starting pitcher? Uh, because they are so young in the rotation, they've got youth coming up behind it. But would it be good to have a, a veteran come in there? Would it be good at the catching position where Nick Hundley will be a free agent? Do you go with Tony Walters, who's really been good defensively, and, uh, and Tom Murphy, who has a lot of offensive potential but things to work on defensively. Do you go with those guys? They're they're really young or do you bring in someone like when the Pirates brought in brought in Russell Martin a few years ago to help the young pitchers develop and maybe shorten their learning curve. So they have a lot of questions but there's a lot of money left and as far as I am concerned when I look at the window for competing for this team, I do think that it that really they're going to be more mature in 2018. But really, their window lasts until 2020 when Nolan Arenado can be a free agent. Absolutely. Okay, Thomas, thank you so much. Countdown is on. We will uh, talk to you next week. Thank you. All right. Look forward to it. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.